Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode 328 marks the 23rd of November of the year 2020. On this day in history, in 534 BC, Thespis of Icaria became the first recorded actor to portray a character on stage, which means he was either the best actor or the actor with the best agent. We know how this industry works, don't pretend we don't. (laughs) Your guest today on the podcast is a man with one of the best agents around, Mr. Andrew Zaltzman, welcome back to the show. Uh, it's, it was. It's 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 great great to be back, and um, yeah, it's nice to have uh, well fifteen minutes off from my 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 hectic schedule. Thanks to my agent, who's uh, just, well, I've had to lock him outside. <laughs> I don't even hear him banging and thrashing on the door, saying that I could be doing something more commercially advantageous than this, Alice. But you know, you've got to. <laughs> I think I think however successful you get, you've got to set aside at least fifteen minutes every fortnight to do something that's artistically valid. That is fair. Coming up today, we'll be learning all the latest in Boris Johnson news, speaking of artistic validity. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, while Melania's SpaceX escape shuttle is about halfway to the for-profit prison colony on Mars, the escaped Elon Musk chipped pigs are about a week ahead of her, almost in orbit over the constantly warring red planet. Pundits are speculating on the heady mix of pork and passion that is descending on the delicately balanced political ecosystem of that planet and what its results will be. Any unfounded speculations on that, Andrew? No, but um, a a heady mix of pork and passion is a pretty accurate uh, summary of uh, my honeymoon. Meanwhile, Collins Dictionary has declared lockdown the word of the year for 2020 with six weeks still left of a highly fraught and eventful 2020. That's a bold move. I'd have gone with... From the octopus people. 
I feel like that was definitely on the tip of everyone's tongues, at least uh, during tentacle time, which runs at 6pm on all terrestrial news channels around the world and which no one can remember. That's all the time we have for our headlines of stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because what's life without belief? And if, if you can believe in an anti-aging moisturiser, <laughs> you can believe in anything. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Conspiracists Weekly. This week's magazine includes What Can Jet Fuel Melt? Is Patty Lupone a member of the Illuminati? And what is hiding in half a glass of water? <laughs> is it fluoride? Is it microchips? Is it a refreshing beverage? I've heard about this magazine, and I, I, I don't think it actually exists. <laughs> 
the various solo gods who understandably, you know, without, you know, other, you know, the Greeks had it, you know, there were 12 of them, weren't there? The Olympian gods and all their underlings, like a you know, parliament, at least there were some kind of checks and balances, but uh, you know, it's the problem with monotheistic religions, understandably leads to a fairly high self-opinion. So uh, anyway, we're getting off uh, off the topic now. Johnson himself <laughs> has been uh, attempting to harness his, his newfound powers, um, not successfully as whenever he's acquired newfound powers things have gone disastrously wrong uh, he managed to burn down a primary school and the new maternity wing of a hospital just by breathing on them he then claimed that the maternity wing wasn't needed because most babies just pop out like a crumpet from a toaster anyway and um, some of his media seemed to lap that up <laughs> but interestingly Alice it's actually made him it's given him a boost in in popularity it's made him more human counterintuitively the fact that it's turned out that he is you know, at least part part lizard because you know people couldn't believe that a, you know a human could be that awful, but now that they know that he's part lizard, it makes the human part of him more more understandable. It gives him you know something that we can we can all relate to, I guess. So I mean, this actually could could part, pave the way for a uh, you know boosts for, for Johnson electorally uh, for whenever the, uh, the next gen- general election is at some point in the next hundred years. So I mean, he's spinning it hard for the Welsh vote at the moment already. And that seems to be going down uh, quite well. I mean, during his human phases, there hasn't been any discernible change in his behaviour. Last week, he did a full Prime Minister's questions with only noises and no actual words, which is <laughs> really where he's been heading ever since he became Prime Minister. He did an entire press conference on COVID uh, in which he just recited the 19th century nonsense poetry of Edward Lear. Again, it was viewed as slightly more coherent than many of his uh, other COVID press conferences. He promised that when he finds the coronavirus, he's going to duff its head in good and proper, and then gave his personal list of the top ten hottest wives of former prime ministers and got it, well, it, it got extremely unsettling on the subject of Marianne Disraeli. Put it that way. <laughs> Speaking of the Welsh, uh, how do you think that Boris Johnson is going to go down against the Welsh Dragon in the scheduled finale of this season's ideological thunderdome. Well, I mean, it's a meeting of minds, really, isn't it? And uh, as much as bodies and the ability to breathe to breathe fire, it's. I'm still not convinced the bout's actually going to go ahead. Johnson often finds a way to get himself out of uh, uh, of difficult confrontations uh, and then blame other people. So, I mean, it's possible that he could just, you know, throw his uh, his wife and, and young baby in front of the dragon for them to take the initial flames. That would be very much in in character it's possible that he could try to you know coax the dragon into brexit talks he is off to brussels <laughs> again this week for his own personal journey into the poppycock fields of flanders and um it's uh, <laughs> i don't know it's Basically i mean it, forget the bullshit <laughs> i mean it's it's not often that he's actually fought his own battles that's a, that's that that's well, that that's the thing and uh, you know it's michael gove could who's of course been known to be a lizard ever since sloughing his skin and excitement when the Brexit result came through. And, you know, in many ways, it's, it, there's a coherence to it now. Uh, there was a Freedom of Information request last week, and it's uh, proved that Jacob Rees-Mogg, as suspected, shares 85% of the same DNA as a Stegosaurus, and the other 15% is cactus. But interestingly, <laughs> on another Freedom of Inf- Information request, Prince Philip, it turns out, is not a lizard but is mostly Barracuda. That's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. 
your letters to the editor now. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. This letter comes in from Stephen, who says, Dear Alice and current podcast tag team partner, that's you today, Andrew. Hello. Uh, remember to always be responsible and sanitize your hands before slapping out. Right. Oh, I, I assume this is a, a wrestling metaphor oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, very apt yes. with Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the Vice President of America I can understand that people are reading up on their on their wrestling histories um, only marginally less interesting than American politics in terms of the number of sort of betrayals and switchbacks yeah. that occur yeah. Angela, um, Angela Merkel was was a, an incredible wrestler uh, in oh, yeah? in her youth what was her signature move? well she called it the uh, the Merc Jerk which was <laughs> like a <laughs> sort of the arm arm breaking behind the back maneuver that she was uh, particularly adept at. Yes, I I preferred her early years where she was sticking with the acute angler. Um, <laughs> but then I'm a sort of a res- wrestling purist. I guess I guess so. But um, did we get just got results? Yeah. Continuing the letter, I wish to complain about the last letter to the editor, as I have found it quite silly to the point of being stupid. Sincerely, Steve. P.S. I wish also to complain about the next letter. Steve, it feels like you've done my job for me uh, here uh, in terms of calling the letters to the editor stupid, which they they mostly are. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very in in some ways you've sort of summarised modern civilization as well. Uh, you've you've criticised something that's already happened, something that you think is going to happen, without actually providing uh, any anything by way of constructive suggestion in between, Stephen. So well done for satirising human civilization in one simple missive. Yeah, well, by participating in the sending of the letters to the editor, which I often find stupid, um, you've indicated that you enjoy the letters to the editor, uh, but then you've also undermined the letters to the editor by calling them stupid, uh, which is a pretty stupid thing to do, Stephen. Uh, thank you for writing to us, though, but if you want to write to us, write to us at the last post at somethingelse.com, which brings us to the end of the show today. Thank you for listening to The Last Post. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. Andrew, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, I've got new range of... Bo- actually, just some sports news has just come in. You know, Wimbledon was cancelled in the summer, ostensibly due to COVID, but also because uh, no-one could find the key to the dressing rooms from last year. But anyway, it's been held in secret. <laughs> and the women's singles champion was the Duchess of Cambridge, whilst the men's title has been awarded to a hedge fund run by an old friend of Dominic Cummings and a cousin of Boris Johnson. Um, I still think it should have gone out to tender, but anyway, it's just the way things happen these days. My new uh, books, uh, and it's really appropriate for for the sort of lockdown world in which people have become really, really tired of self-improvement and trying to you know, expand their range of skills. We've had enough of that now. And uh, this is a range of books for the plateauing lifestyle, kind of self-non-improvement books. Worse than your golf. Mm-hmm. Don't Bake, Just Buy, and I've got a Don't Bother With series uh, of you know one activity at a time that you shouldn't really bother with, uh, gardening, embroidery, and uh, knitting, explaining uh, all the well skills that you don't need to bother learning and, and why you shouldn't bother learning them. And uh, also, uh, <laughs> Uffelsteery for the totally uninterested. Uh, well, uh, upholstery, but it's you've got to read it, Uffelsteery, to show how completely uninterested you are in it.
The Last Post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or for one-stop shop of all my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs, sign up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for behind-the-scenes past to my glamorous life. I'm changing some of the levels and now I have a tea party that you can join weekly. The executive producer for this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, his sub-producer, the editor, and the iron fist inside his velvet glove is the inimitable henchthug Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. (laughs) 